Here is my advice to you. Go through the back door, not the front door. Get your mind out of the gutter. I mean, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's just the way your mind works. No, I mean, I'm talking about when I got a job on Wall Street. I tried going through the front door. I did. I sent a cover letter and resume to Bear Stearns, put it in the mail, and a couple months later, I got back a rejection letter. And it was kind of a smart-ass rejection letter. I probably hung on to it. I probably still have it somewhere. Bear Stearns didn't want me. I tried to come through the front door. So the rest of the time, I went through the back door. I got contacts at various banks, and I exploited those contacts, and I set up informational interviews, and I flew out to New York, and I came in through the back door. And honestly, I think most people on Wall Street come in through the back door. Nobody... Nobody sees a job ad on Indeed and sends in a resume. Nobody nobody does that. And by the way, if you get a job like that, that job is going to suck. Because there's no personal connection. There's no personal connection at all. So, exploit the contacts you have at these firms. You talk to friends, you talk to friends of friends, you talk to friends of friends of friends of friends of friends. Of friends talk to random people. Everybody comes through the back door. Those are the good jobs. Now, the exception is people who come in through recruiting programs at Ivy League schools. That's going through the front door, but that's different. So, I was in Miami last weekend, and uh, I went to a club. I want to get a DJ gig at this club. It's called Do Not Sit on the Furniture. I think my music is perfect for them, right? So my friend Mike was like, why don't you just like hand out business cards to the club? I'm like, no, no, no. That's going through the front door. I got to go through the back door. So I set up a lunch with one of the DJs there, hoping that he would help me out. I don't think he's going to. He didn't reply to my email, but I'm still happy with the direction I took. I'm going through the back door. Right? So when I got hired at Malden Economics to be a writer, I didn't come in through the front door. I didn't send him a resume. They just came to me. You know, we just, we did it over email and then we met in person. So I didn't fill out a job application. You know, when I, when I got hired at Bloomberg, I wrote a Bloomberg for five and a half years. And the editor of Bloomberg subscribed to my newsletter. I'm like, huh, that's funny. So I called him up. I'm like, what's this all about? What are we doing here? Do you want, can I write for you guys? And he's like, sure. Came in through the back door. So I've gotten subscription business coming through the back door rather than the front door. Sometimes I wonder how Dennis Gartman got all that business. Like, how did he have a subscription at every single bank? Was he going to the banks and going to their market data people and say, buy my stuff? Like, how did that work? I always wondered that. Uh, I have one more incredible story about coming through the back door, but I can't talk about it yet. So. Maybe sometime in the future. Why does this work? Why does this work? It works because of personal connections. Because there is nothing more powerful than a personal connection. And Zoomers do not get this at all. They think the way to get a job is to send out 10,000 cold emails. Just sit at your computer, on your laptop, in your bedroom, in your underwear, and send out 10,000 cold emails. Now, if you send out 10,000 cold emails, probably 20 people are going to respond. 
And those are very weak connections. Maybe this works, but this is, this sucks. This is terrible. People do this nowadays and it's nuts. You know, I used to, I used to write some stuff for Wall Street Oasis and this is what the kids were doing. They were sending out cold emails. I'm like, I, you know, I don't get cold emails. Nobody's trying to get a job with me, but if I got them, I would just delete them because why? So yeah, LinkedIn, don't even get me started on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a huge waste of time. I have like 4,000 connections on LinkedIn. I don't know who half of these people are. I don't. I've I've never heard of them, and they send me a connection request, and I accept it, and I don't know who they are. I can't ask them for help. I can't ask them for a favor. They're not friends. They're not personal connections. You know, it's funny. I was on LinkedIn the other day, and I guess I was linked into some guy, and one of my friends was like, hey, do you know this guy? I'm like, no, I have no idea who he is. <laughs> Fucking LinkedIn. <laughs> Christ. Stupid. And one of the things I like to say is that I have a guy. I always have a guy. Like, no matter what I need in life, whether it's an attorney or a landscaper or a pool person or whatever, I know somebody. And if I don't know somebody, I know somebody who knows somebody. And that's one of the things about having a news. One of the nice things about having a newsletter is that I have people from all different walks of life and I can just reach out and connect with them and get advice. You know, somebody knows something. Back... This was back during the pandemic. Remember when lumber was going bananas? Like, I was writing about lumber in the newsletter, and this guy's like, oh, yeah, like I've worked in the lumber industry for 30 years. So I had him come on my radio show to talk about lumber. It was awesome. It was awesome. I just, I know, I knew, I know people everywhere. It's amazing. I know people on Wall Street. I know people on the sell side, the buy side. I know people in entertainment. I know people in every single industry. It's awesome. That's the best part of my job. It is hands down the best part of my job. So there is a huge amount of power in having a big network. And one of the things that bums me out is when I have a friend that like loses his job and he's got to go out and find a job, like a W-2 job. And they got to come in through the front door, you know? So... The word networking is a little bit trite. Networking. You know, it sounds very MBA, but it's true. It's absolutely true. I went to a conference in October, a Future Proof conference out in Huntington Beach. Uh, it was an outdoor conference, and it was hot. It was, and, and I was fat at the time. I was like at my peak weight, and I was like, oh, I am miserable. But I met dozens of people that I have kept in contact with. I've made really great connections. That's the power of networking. So, because once you meet somebody in person, then the magic happens in person. You know, I've been, uh, I've been getting my MFA online the last few years and they have this thing called the 45 hour review, which is basically like oral exams. And they're like, do you want to do it on zoom? And I'm like, no, I don't want to do it on zoom. I want to do it in person. I want to meet you people. I, I want to do it in person. So it's the smartest thing I've ever done. Man, I'm going down there in, in less than a month to do my thesis defense. I'm going to do it in person. So last year I spent $35,000 on travel, which I guess is a lot. 
I think it's it's the most I've ever spent on travel in a year. Absolutely worth it. A hundred, all of it was worth it. 100% worth it. There's a multiplier effect to meet people in person. It's money well spent. And just from a practical standpoint, what I found is that if I meet with a subscriber, they almost never unsubscribe. Almost never. And if they do, it's like 10 years later. You know, I have 100 people at my conference every year. That's the value in doing a conference. I get to meet 100 people and they don't unsubscribe. Rarely happens. So I, I run my business like a family business, and that is the reason. Everything is about relationships, like banking. Banking is a relationship business. Do you think, do you think the head of M&A at Goldman Sachs is sending out 10,000 cold emails to companies? Do you think that's how they do this? Absolutely not. Not only do they not send out emails, they don't get on the phone. They get on a plane and go there. There's stories about this. That's how you pitch business. You get on a plane and you go out to XYZ company and you pitch business. You don't do it over email. This is insane. It's insane. So, you know, back when I was at Lehman, I used to do client entertaining and I'd go out for dinners and stuff. And I was a complete social misfit at the time, but it was still successful. You get to make a personal connection with people. So if there is something you want, my suggestion is form a relationship, meet that person in person and go in through the back door. I'm trying to get a DJ gig right now in Myrtle Beach and I just got it. And the reason I got it is because I went there in person and asked for the business, asked for the business. I want a DJ here <laughs> and you stand there and you don't take no for an answer. You know, I mean, there's, there's, I have like this bulldog quality to me. Like if I want to do something, like I just kind of bulldog my way into doing things and like, that's how I get ahead in life. You know, when I went to Miami, I was actually going with a young guy and, uh, we were going to get a room together. He's like, he kind of talked about a conceptual. He's like, Oh, we should go to Miami. I'm like, sure. So like a week later, I'm like, when are we going? What's going on? What weekend are you free? What hotel do you state want to stay at? He's like, Whoa. I'm like, yeah, let's, if you don't just talk about shit, do it. Just do it. You know, you just stand there and wish for it to happen. You got, you got to, you got to do shit. So, or you can sit there and send 10,000 cold emails, which sounds fucking awful. Sounds terrible. Electronic communications in general are terrible because if you send out a message and you don't get a response, then you think the person hates you sucks. Call. I mean, at least call on the phone. Call on the phone. This is what I used to do when I was looking for jobs in 2000, 1999. 1999, I was calling, like there was, I remember this vividly. Prudential Securities. I called up the head of the options desk and I basically, I just kind of bulldogged my way into it. I said, look, I want a job. And he told me no over the phone. He's like, sorry, I just can't do it. And I'm like, but, but, but. And he's like, no, just can't do it. Hung up the phone. The answer was no. But I called on the phone. I called on the phone. You have a much greater chance of success. Zoomers will never learn. They can't help themselves. Face-to-face -face contact is scary for them. Can't we do this over a computer? 
And maybe someday in the year 2050, we'll be doing all of this over a computer, you know, but I doubt it, you know, because we need that face-to-face contact going through the back door. And once you see this, you can't unsee it. If there is something that you want, there is a good chance you know somebody who can help you out. And if you don't know someone, then you know someone who knows someone. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. I'm Jared Dillion. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. See you next time.